You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, you beautiful heart and soul. Welcome back to the Evolving Truths Podcast. My name's Alexis Ray, and with me, as always, is my mama, Shannon Day. Hi, mom. Hi, Alexis. How are you doing? I am doing well. It is the beginning of October. Fall is here. The leaves are changing. It's beautiful. And I'm here chatting with you. I also love how you say it's the beginning of October. Literally, October is halfway over. Oops. (laughs) Can you believe, like, I mean, time just goes. I do love that for you, though, as far as fall weather. I know that that's one of my favorite seasons in Colorado, at least the very beginning of it, except it is absolutely wonderful here. It's like 88 degrees last night. It was perfect. Like we are coming into the reason why I live in this climate. It looks like you have something on your tooth I was going to tell you about, but it was on my screen. It's fine. You look great. Thanks. I appreciate that. I actually feel like I'm looking pretty pale, just low energy today. I'm taking today as a day that I'm listening to my body. And this really brings me to today's topic. How do we learn to love and appreciate your body in different seasons of life? I have come to experience through my chronic health conditions, as well as the many versions of life that I have lived competing in different types of sports, competing in different types of personal life goals. And I do say competing because again, we all know that I'm that type A, very competitive personality where it's like your best performance still isn't good enough. And I literally think sometimes that the way my body functions now is a result of how I have sometimes treated it in my life, basically, or just not been able to really love and appreciate it and realize that it was this container that my existence was in and would be in for the rest of my life. Like I didn't see it as something that I needed to listen to. And that brings me to today's topic and having this conversation with you because I know, mom, you have also been going through different seasons of life with your body, becoming a runner, kind of falling out of running consistently, getting back into it, and then also aging and now entering this season of life where your hormones are changing. And that is a challenge for every woman. So really wanted to bring this to you and the fan bam today to acknowledge the fact that our machines keep us going. And so let's show a little love and appreciation to them today through this conversation. Our body is something that's so easy to take for granted. We get up, we go through our day, we do what it is that we have to do. And until something goes wrong, sometimes we don't pay as much attention to it as we could. There are some people in this world who seem to have that gift and just kind of do it naturally and how they live their life is very focused on that. For others like myself, 
it's more of a phase thing and not so much when something's going wrong, but more when I'm focused on doing something like running or when I was pregnant with you, probably the best care I took of myself in my life was those months that I knew I was pregnant. So as you started talking, that was one of the first thoughts that popped into my head. And I actually wrote it down as just how easy it is to take our body for granted and starting this topic around appreciating it, loving it, taking care of it. I think that's one of the first things that we need to be aware of. Absolutely. And making it not an afterthought. How many times in this idea, if we were to write down a list of priorities in your life, my body would never even make it on the list. My health would never even make it on the list. So being aware of ourselves enough to say, my body's function is literally what allows me to perform in every other area of my life, whether that's a physical performance, a career performance, being able to show up in your relationships. The function of your body is your machine. It is your experience in life and just not letting it be an afterthought. I've had to learn that it's not an afterthought because of my health challenges. And I can be very grateful to have learned these lessons. And now I have the gift and the burden of carrying this reminder every single day that my body is the first priority. But just again, the amount of respect that we can give to our body by saying, wow, like my hands produce so much work throughout the day. And I never think about my fingers. My feet have carried me so many miles. My knees have picked me up from how many times that I've tripped. And literally, I tripped over the <laughs> summer wearing wedges. Like <laughs> Your knees, your legs. Yeah. Mm, and Your core. What does it take for us internally to say, I'm grateful for this container. I love that this is the vessel that I'm living in. I'm appreciative of everything that it has withstood, both maltreatment from the universe and the world and the environments that we've been in and also the maltreatment that we've given it to ourselves. Like we're not most of the time treating our bodies poorly on purpose, right? If we're ignoring it, if we're putting it on the back burner, it's probably because it's just not the top of our priority list. But bumping that up allows you to at least say, this is something that needs some time, space, and respect. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So I feel like our first point in learning to love and appreciate our bodies is recognizing that it is easy to take it for granted and intentionally practice gratitude for what our body lets us do daily think about our body and say thank you to it. That to me is a great place to start. Absolutely. The second thing that we can recognize is our body is a piece of nature. It's a piece of the environment and appreciating what it does go through when it's changing Man, I'm just now thinking about this because 
my body is going through some interesting changes as I'm in this perimenopause phase of life. And because of messaging and also how I felt, I had some resistance, resistance, apprehension, like, oof, what is this going to be like? And I had to pause and just think, so it's here. I'm in this spot and it's changing and instead change the way that I approached accepting that change. And as I look out the window here, I see these trees that the color of their leaves is changing because of fall. And I look at that and I think that is such a beautiful thing. And just now it came to me like, so my body's like that tree, it's changing. And it's so interesting thinking about that because I can look at those trees and see that beauty. And I love it. Sometimes it takes my breath away. Why do I not give myself that same expression, that same recognition of this is a next phase for me and there's beauty in it. And I would say in the last probably six, eight months, this has really been a focus in terms of changing how I'm approaching it. And so now I've just learned to adjust. I've gotten some different tools for myself and supplements and things that I use to help me just go with whatever it is that I wake up with that day and whatever it is that my body's going to do. And now I'm going to think about it kind of like this tree that I'm looking at with its changing leaves of the beauty that I feel in that. And I'm going to think about that with my body. So maybe that's a practice we could all do in some way, shape or form. I mean, I'm just going to jump in here and say that the tree as our cover art Mm. was by design our concept behind evolving truths is that we grow we go through seasons of life we continue to evolve and every experience that we have stays with us and it builds out the rings of our core tree now the tree may not always stay our cover art for this podcast but the theme behind nature and our personal evolution and growing and using what we learn to grow is what we are all about with Evolving Truths. And I really appreciated just getting to watch you have this conversation with me and to see this tree in front of you because last year I was in Big Bear before my symptoms took over my life. I did some beautiful hiking, got to have some psychedelic experiences. And it was on one of these hikes that I had a very similar realization that you just had in the sense of like, oh my God, I'm a tree. And I picked up pieces of trees, picked up branches, whatever. I do that still when I hike because grounding is very important, but just holding them in my hands and being like, I am a species. We as humans are that, and we forget that that's what we actually are all the time. I just started reading Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. In chapter two, they cover the difference between humans and animals is that we as humans care about our importance. We care Mm -hmm. about 
our development. We care about feeling appreciated. We care about growth. Mm -hmm. And now obviously without that, our civilization as a species on this earth would not have grown to what we are today. So that's what separates us from animals. But then when you come back to it and you just think and say, oh, let me give myself some credit for this growth. Let me be okay with the cycles that I'm experiencing because that is what I am supposed to go through over and over again make these revolutions around our corkscrews of life, those experiences, and just continue to move forward with them. I think what I took away from number two, being the piece of nature, is really just acceptance of that season. Something that I think is also beneficial and we can have it be point three is the importance of moving our body intentionally. Some days it is getting out of bed. If that's our intentional movement that needs to happen for us, great. But intentional movement in terms of taking a walk or if we like to go to the gym and lift weights, trail runs. You just referenced hiking. If you're someone who likes to go to spin class, whatever it is, but just some intentional movement with your body. And again, not taking for granted those times that we have the ability to do that and appreciating the benefits or the effects of whatever it is that we're doing. It stimulates all these chemicals in us. It maybe gets us outside. The benefits that come from intentional movement of our body. Absolutely. And along those lines of intentional movement, Mm -hmm. choosing to give this gift of movement to your body because you're grateful for your body, because you want to show it that love and appreciation. You want to let its system work for you in the way that it's meant to. This morning, I had a call with one of my mentors. He's twice my age. He's extremely seasoned in his career. And over the past six months or so has run into some of his own health challenges And I have been able to say, welcome to my domain. (laughs) (laughs) But part of his challenges now is reintegrating movement back into his life. And he's very much like me. This is the reason that we kind of became mentor and mentee. Our brains are very similar in the sense of when we train for things, we go to extremes. Mm -hmm. We don't just naturally pick I'm going to walk one mile today because it's nice and I like it. No, it's like, oh, I'm going to pick a hundred mile ultra race and train for that for the next six months and then do it and feel like a champion and be really proud of myself. Like we are extreme by nature. Now, because of the experiences I've had with health and helping him to see the fact that we don't have to go to extremes like that. Movement can just be something that we do enjoy. It can be a walk. For me, it's a walk a couple of days a week right now, and it's getting to go to yin restorative yoga one night a week. And is there more that I sh- quote unquote should be doing? Absolutely. Do I feel like I have more in my tank to do that right now? No. 
So when I do get the movement itself, I'm again, very grateful for it. I feel like I'm giving it as a gift to my body and trying to do it from a place of love as opposed to saying, oh, I'm doing this because I have to lose weight. Oh, I'm doing this because I don't like this about my body. Oh, I'm doing this because I want to look a certain way. You can still have the same goal, but why not say that you're doing this because you love the way it makes you feel? Why not say you love learning something new? Why not say you love the fact that like you're getting a little uncomfortable, but you're going to do it anyways? I love all those things that you just said. I think we can make that point number four. And that's the messaging that we use when we talk to ourselves about our body, the language that we use, especially internally, when we talk to ourselves about our body and then relate it to the things that it it does. How could we not speak to our body in an appreciative positive way if we are practicing gratitude for it and recognizing it as a piece piece of nature and intentionally moving it, then the language that we use can be positive and uplifting. At the same time, recognizing, and this could be a sub point to this tip, or it could be its next one is there are times that we're not going to feel okay. And it's also okay to not feel okay. At times we're going to have those moments or we get sick. We have a health condition, but at the same time, think about how we approach those moments and the language that we use to talk to ourselves and our body through those times is vital. Mama, would you please just get out of my head? Okay. (laughs) Because we did not go over our points together before this episode. We are on the same wavelength because we are used to controlling our bodies. So then what happens when we Mm. lose control over our body and our body is doing what it needs to do because it's going through its own natural process, whether that is a health condition, a seasonal age change, the reaction to a car accident, Your body is doing whatever it has to do. So us as the being inside this container has to surrender control over that. And I think for myself and my chronic migraine journey, that has become the biggest help, the biggest assistance. Once I realized that it's okay for me not to be able to control my body, it's okay for me not to be able to control all of my symptoms. It's okay for me to not be able to prevent them every single day. I had to just accept the fact that my body's function means that I could wake up with a migraine tomorrow, or it means that I could have a migraine start 30 minutes from now. And either way, I'm going to come out okay. But I'm just going to surrender this control, and I don't have to resist it as much as... I want to. Now, again, (laughs) I want to, right? I want to do everything in my power to make sure that I don't have this happen. I'm trying to set the expectation that I don't have symptoms. I'm trying to set the expectation that I can perform at my top level. I'm trying to set the expectation that I'm functioning at my maximum capacity. But expectations 
I think can be the root of our suffering. And if we are willing to let go of that control, if we're willing to just accept the seasons of our body, accept the stages of our health, then we can just kind of drop into it and say, what do I need right now? What can I take from this? What is my body telling me it needs? And then serve that for yourself. I love your explanation of that and including your personal experience. And that's such a good point about us. I mean, most of us like to be in control of things, right? And so recognizing there's times when regardless of everything we've done in a positive way, our body for whatever reason is like, nope, here's where you're at today and surrendering to that. That's been the hardest thing. Sorry. I I just want to reiterate that I think this surrendering of control in loving and accepting your body in my journey of chronic health has been so hard mm-hmm. because I'm surrendering to something that I would never pick for myself. I'm surrendering to the opposite of what I truly would want in life. But going back to that mindset, that perspective that we've continued to talk about, I can be in this set of body circumstances that are outside of my control and I can still find the compassion, the acceptance, the gratitude, the beauty in the nature that I am living. And that I think has helped me to emotionally regulate the highs and lows of living with chronic illness of having us high symptom days of being derailed in progress because I feel like when a symptom day happens, then the world's crashing down as opposed to just realizing this is your body telling you to rest. This is your body telling you to recharge. This is you stopping your vehicle at the fuel station and putting premium gasoline in it. But surrendering is not easy. And I just want to say that acknowledging the difficulty of it is part of it too, because it's a practice. That's an important point to make, even as we've talked about these things that have been helpful for us in this journey and in this process. None of these were things that we just woke up one day and said, okay, I'm going to do this. Like to your point of it's a practice. It's something we've had to be intentional about. And I'd like to add one last point to this, which kind of goes with you just saying that we go to the fuel station to put premium gas in our tank is recognizing that our body is an instrument. It is not an ornament. Oh girl, that's good. I'd love to say it was original. It's not my original thought. It was something I read somewhere, came across or heard someone say, and I was like, Ooh, I like that. Right. And especially as women, I think that's really important because society places so much importance on appearance and how we look. And if we don't fit in that box, 
that society says we should or look like those people in the front of magazines or that we see in social media. Like, I just love thinking about it as it's our bodies are not a decoration. It's not something, it's not an ornament that gets hung on an Xmas tree or something that's hung on our wall or something that's out there for other people to admire. Like it's ours. It's our instrument to accomplish what we want to accomplish in life and to enjoy this journey of life. And so fully embracing that is key. I love it. I love it. I mean, me using the car analogy is actually a little preview of the keynote that I'm going to be giving this upcoming Friday. So I've been working that out as my analogy to be able to illustrate like what our body is and how we should be taking care of it. So I'm really grateful that you came up with the resharing wherever it came from, that our body is an instrument, not an ornament. Yes. Well, that worked out well. Again, not intentional. This was a fun conversation to have. And I love how many things one of us would say and the next would just build on it or we'd been thinking the same thing without much planning around it. It's almost like we're mother, daughter, and kind of like we do this weekly podcast together and are both endeavoring to evolve in our personal growth intentionally. Does it feel like that to you? I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, I love it. Lexis, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your speaking on Friday as we get ready to close up, do a quick review of our points and talk about what's next. Sure. I was invited by Brain Injury Alliance of Arizona to be a keynote speaker at their upcoming Brain Health Leadership Breakfast It's a webinar conference that's being hosted on Friday, October 20th. The theme of this conference is back to business. So how brain injury survivors and their C-suite executives, their management, upper level leadership can reintegrate this employee into the workplace and how to make this journey work. Since my brain injury in 2021 from the car accident, I've gone through three transitions in my career with different employers, as well as managing my own businesses simultaneously. I feel really honored that I get to be a voice for my fellow brain injury survivors in this way and help them advocate for themselves and help build the bridges between leadership and their employees so that there can be a higher level of satisfaction. I'm very excited for you to have this opportunity and and look forward to watching you. So we'll make sure we put a link for this in the show notes. We invite anyone to join for that. It is online. And if you happen to know someone who works in HR somewhere, definitely share this with them because it would be an important thing for anyone in HR to be aware of. Absolutely. And I actually just learned a new statistic as well. Every eight seconds, someone sustains a brain injury. That's like how long a football play is. Yeah. I feel like that pause we just had was maybe about eight seconds. (laughs) 
it it literally blows my mind. I read that the other day and I was like, wow. We're not a small population. Mm -mm. But mm -mm. thank you for being here today. Mom, do you want to summarize? The goal is to love and appreciate your body through different seasons of life. Yeah. We talked about the importance of practicing gratitude for our body. Recognizing our body is a piece of nature, moving our body intentionally, and then the messaging and language that we use when we talk to our body and talk to ourselves about our body, that it's okay not to be okay. We at times have to surrender to our body being in control. And last but not least, that our body is an instrument and not an ornament. And learning to love and accept your body is a practice. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If mom and I are totally your cup of tea, please follow the show on whatever platform you are listening. Leave a rating, leave a five-star review, and share this show with someone that you would like to have a conversation with. In the meantime, we will be back next week. Until then. Please remember, life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis and the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.